Welcome to Moonshot Mission X, on which eight intrepid travelers to the moon share their darkest dreams and most heartfelt desires, where no one is quite what they seem to be, and the absurd is commonplace up to a point. I'm Stephen Less, the creator of Moonshot Mission X, and your host. Now sit back, close your eyes for as long as you can, and live the adventures of episode one the secret connection between sex and love. One week into the moon mission, and the robot's already kaput. Look! Nothing doesn't do anything. I can make it crack walnuts, but that's it. Now it doesn't even do that! Did you look at the manual? Yes, of course! I meant the robot manual, not the walnut manual. Okay, there it goes. You want some? They're real walnuts. From Earth. No, thank you, Commander. It's enough for me to see you enjoying the walnuts. Mm. I don't need to eat them, too. We should move the robot into the kitchen so it can crack walnuts in there. Hey, Commander. Miss? I thought you were taking a nap. Hello, Captain. No need to be so formal on a space shot to the moon. Call me Harold. I was just obeying the cosmic directive. I couldn't sleep. Nightmares about aliens and moon men. Only a real man would admit he has nightmares about moon men that keep him awake. Uh, well, I mean, I just prefer being awake when I'm having nightmares. By the way, why is it always so dark in here? Two bulbs are burned out over there. See? Over here. Control rooms are always... Dark. Except for all the rows of multicolored lights that keep blinking on and off in your face. Those lights are important, especially for Moonshot Mission X. You mean Moonshot Mission 10? No, it's X, not 10, X. I find that out now after being in space for two days. And what's that smell? Wait, wait. It smells like it did when I was on one of those failed moon missions. And everyone died. You mean except you. Don't exaggerate. I'll sound the alarm. Now what? What's the problem? What's going on? It's methane gas. Methane? No, that's not methane. Something more diabolical. Claudette. What's that all about? This alarm's giving me a headache. Diabolical. Ha, that kid cracks me up. He's in love with her. What? What are you saying? Yes, Professor, it's true. A surrealist is in love with your daughter. It's not possible. Timmy? A surrealist? Don't take it so hard, Professor. I know how to deal with surrealists. In love with Claudette? Claudette is safe with me around. He's not just a surrealist. He's a surrealist with a capital S. He's a threat to the galaxy. Aren't all surrealists surrealists with a capital S? You're the Professor. How do you know so much about surrealists, Miss... You can call me Sheila. Well, I've suspected you ever since we left the Earth's orbit. I'm not a surrealist. Of being a communist. What? What? You hear her accent, don't you? Yes, it sounds like she's from New Jersey. It's a Russian accent. You know... Not all Russians are communists. What about people from New Jersey? What do you call them? The only thing I hate more than surrealists are communists. New Jerseyites? You have a mediocre brain, Harold. Just remember, I've got your number. I remember everything you said in the last ten minutes like it was yesterday. I did it. 
I evacuated the methane gas from the ship. It's okay now. Oh, great. I almost forgot about that. That's my assistant. And all the excitement. Good boy. What are you all looking at? Nothing, nothing. Let's all get back to work, shall we? Um, yes, come along, Timmy. I want to show you something in the lab. Harold, I'd like to try to rearrange your mind someday. Or any day. Someday soon, in fact. I think I'll turn in for the night. Hey, Larry, what's a cosmic directive? When it's time for you to know, I'll explain it to you, Captain. You know best, I suppose, since you're the commander of the mission. I've been thinking. It's a good thing we have artificial gravity. You couldn't afford to have people floating around on this budget. Where do you learn to cook like that? I just make do with whatever's available. Military rations. Voila! Hmm, looks good. What is it? Freeze-dried animals. Ow! Whoa! What happened? Nothing. Why are you dragging that robot in here? We're dragging it in because it doesn't have wheels. And it's too heavy to pick up, so the third option is dragging. It was supposed to walk, but forget that. It's no good anymore. Just cracks. Walnuts. There. Let's leave it right there. I think you knocked a hole in the wall. I've got to get back to the lab. I need to experiment more. Before it's too late. Well, I've got to get back to piloting the ship. Psst. Philip, do you know what the cosmic directive is? Hey, Sheila's in the control room all alone. Now's your chance, Captain. What's your father experimenting on? What did he mean by too late? I don't know what he's doing in there. I'm the last person he would tell that to. Did you ever notice how he ignores me? Hey, this is good. Thanks. It's freeze-dried animals. And some seaweed. I didn't even know that there is a cosmic directive. Anyway, you'll make some man a great wife. Can a mechanical man love you? I guess so. If he's not too mechanical. What are you eating? It's not for you, Sheila. You need to keep your figure for the publicity shots on the moon. Otherwise, we're wasting our time up here. Well, it's your job to make me look good from any angle and in any light. Okay, have some freeze-dried animal if you want it that much. Thanks. Just eat off my plate. Mm, good. I'll get you a plate. Sure. Someday I'd like to get married. But I just don't like to attract attention to myself. That's my preference. I want to be like everybody else. Or at least appear to be. No one is like everybody else or anybody but else. But they can't appear to be. They will always look like themselves and no one else. No one else? No one else will either. The best you can do is try to dress like the people who go around imitating you. It drives them crazy. Claudette, do you realize that some people are talking a whole different language? They're speaking English, and most people understand a little bit of what they're saying. And only people who understand that particular use of English can really understand and follow. Because for a lot of people, it doesn't make any sense at all. See, that goes to show you, Claudette. Above all, do not involve yourself with ideology. It can melt your mind and not for the better. So you're on this mission just to take publicity photos for Sheila? Not for Sheila. Of Sheila. It's for Moonscape Cola. I drink that. 
It's got enough caffeine to kick a horse. You're a caffeine fiend? I never would have guessed. Better than being a sex hound. Maybe. Well, all right. Just because I'm a biologist doesn't mean I don't like a little caffeine. But don't tell anyone, Philip. My father would be devastated if he knew. Your secret is safe with me, doll baby. Speaking of secrets, I heard that there is a surrealist on board. Good heavens! Have you ever tried to read Manifesto of Surrealism? I used to try to take it out of the library in college, but it was always out. Well, it's probably for the better. I had a sex partner who read it, but they always put a bookmark where they stopped reading. I can't think of anything more absurd than using a bookmark in a Manifesto of Surrealism. I wouldn't know. I never got the chance to read one. It would be like trying to put a bookmark in your day. By the time you went back to see where you left off, it would be too late. You're lucky you are creative. It must be very rewarding. Sometimes. But sometimes my ideas make me sick to my stomach. That's natural. How else could you expect your work to make other people sick, if it doesn't make you sick sometimes? What's the matter? I'm just thinking about all the mistakes I've made throughout my life. I hope that someday you get a chance to make up for them. <laughs> That's unlikely. Good night, Claudette. I wonder if they could be right. But I'm fine just the way I am, aren't I? I have no regrets, but I have no passionate hopes for the future either. But passion is overrated. Look at Timmy. All he cares about are test tubes and oscillators and pulsating, vibrating things. That reminds me, I need to find some batteries by tonight. So what if I'm a good cook? What does that mean, really? Just thoughts and another plane. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I need to do these dishes. I wish we got a decent radio station. We get nothing but that monkey music up here. Thank you for listening to episode one of Moonshot Mission X. The performers were, in order of appearance, Richard Clark Larson as Commander Larry Harding, Samara Howell as Sheila Champagne, Ricky Wood as Captain Harold Stance, Guy Pico as Professor Claude Flores, Steve Callahan as Timmy Weatherby, Ulka Simone Mohanty as Claudette Flores, and Anthony Sherritt as Philip DeMarco. Writing, production, and direction by Stephen Less. 